Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Today, we are talking to Kelly Fullerton, founder of Journey to Soulshine Coaching. Hey, Kelly. Hi, Thea. I am really, really excited for this. Um, You are just so awesome. And I just can't wait for everyone to hear your story. Um, Can you tell everyone who you are? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on this. I love, I love the name of this pusher pivot. It's like so cool. Um, It's really, really cool. It makes so much sense. Um, yeah, I am Kelly Fullerton. I am founder and coach and CEO of Journey to Soul Shine Coaching. Um, I'm a mom to my rainbow baby Lily and wife to husband Joe. And um, I'm a coach for people who are ready to take a hold of their lives. So in the coaching world, it's you know an empowerment coach, right? But Um, I really, I love to see people that are ready, just ready, you know, for, Mm -hmm. for the next thing to to really kind of own it. Um, and I'm a trainer for inner glow circles, coach training program. So Mm -hmm. it's an amazing program where I met you. Yeah. And, um, I'll talk about that a little bit in the, in the story because that's part of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly is an awesome coach guys. We did partner coaching way back <laughs> and she's opened my eyes. I talk about empowerment. She opened my eyes to a lot. So, um, yeah, let's, let's dive into this story. I'm like already really excited. So yay, tell me. Yeah. Crossroads. Totally. So, you know, it's so funny. I, when I was like thinking about what to say today, um, I really was like, man, I used to push through everything, (laughs) everything. Um, I was an athlete when I was a kid. And so it was just like, well, yeah, you just, you just do it. You just push through, right? It's like, it's literally the swish. Just do it. Just do it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, thanks, Nike. That's what you do. Um, But yeah, that's like, that's exactly what would happen. And, you know, I had health issues as a kid, but I didn't really, I didn't know what, that it was anything different. Um, and so in high school, I actually started going to find doctors and I didn't actually get a diagnosis until I was, um, it was 14 years later. Wow. So almost 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's when it was. (laughs) Let me do the math. Yeah. I think it was almost 30. And, um, And so, you know, I would, I would always push through everything. And when I went to the doctor that finally diagnosed me, I was still trying to see Howard Mountain, Colorado. I was mountain biking. I was still doing all of these things. And, um, finally getting my diagnosis helped me to slow down a little bit, start kind of like accepting stuff a little bit, but it wasn't really the crossroads yet. Mm-hmm. Like that was, it was helpful, but it, I wasn't really there yet. Um, it was when we started trying to get pregnant, went through fertility treatment, had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. 
And then a couple months later, my hormones still hadn't balanced out. So they sent me to an oncologist. Oh, wow. And they were like, oh, you have a partial molar pregnancy, which means that there's abnormal placental tissue that can turn into cancer. So we're going to do chemo. Oh my goodness. And I was like, okay, <laughs> right? Like, what do you do yeah. at that point? Right. And it was right around that time where um, my husband, Joe, and I went to an event and um, we were answering some questions and one of his answers was, yeah, life is really good. And I looked at him and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I can't trust my body. I'm doing weekly blood draws. Like we lost our child. Like how is life good? You know? And it was at that point that I was like, no, life is good, but like, I can't control my surroundings. I can't control my circumstances around my health right now, but what can I control? Mm. Right. And mm -hmm. that was that moment was like, how can I do that? So what was really interesting is at the time, I didn't know that coaching was a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I leaned into therapy uh -huh. and my friends and decided to throw a chemo party. Oh, wow. Okay. Because what else do you do? Right. What else? right. Um, but yeah, I mean, my friends at that point were like, dude, <laughs> you know, like you're using a handicap placard. Like you're saying that you're disabled now. You're using a cane, which I call candy the cane. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I was started using a service dog and they were like, how do we help you? Right. You know, and I was like, I really have no idea. Let's throw a party. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, and it was really interesting because it was like, let's fill the house with love and laughter. I'm mm -hmm. tired of sitting around and being like, is life good? I don't know. You know, like, let's just, let's just make it good. Mm -hmm. And so I set out a journal. Um, and so I know we're just doing audio, but I'm going to show you. Thea. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> it has elephants on it. Um, an old colleague gave it to me and we just set it out for people to write a note to me if they felt like it. And they, every single person wrote in it. Oh my goodness. And they like filled it up with these notes of strength and it just totally, it was like, oh my God, life is good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely, that was a huge moment for me where it was like, lean into what you have, you know? And like, when you accept what it is as is and don't try to change it, then you get to live. That's amazing. What an amazing way, like a change of perspective. Oh man. It took a little while. <laughs> yeah. These things aren't overnight. It's some rock bottom. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was just like, basically like F this. I don't want to play this game anymore. You know, like let's turn these lemons into lemonade. Right. Like yeah. let's just, you hear all those like kind of cliche moments and you're like, learn how to dance in the rain. Right. And it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. all those things. And then you're like, oh, but they like kind of have something to them. <laughs> uh -huh. Like I get it now, you know? Yeah. Gosh. How did you feel after? you know, um, really supported. And that really allowed me to make decisions from a place of support rather than a place of isolation. Yeah. Um, because that's really what it was before, right? It was like, 
who can I talk to that's experienced something like this? Right. You know, it's like such a rare thing um, to have a partial molar pregnancy that, you know, I took, I honestly, I took to Instagram. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, I went to Facebook initially um, for different groups that were like, you know, chronic pain, you know, like different things like that. Mm-hmm. And I really, it was helpful for me to understand people that had similar things. It wasn't very empowering. It Got wasn't it. what I did, you know? So I actually have created a Facebook group mm-hmm. called Journey to Soul Shine for that purpose of like, if you're struggling with things, then let's, let's turn it around rather than like, let's just sit and dwell in it, which I felt like was happening in a lot of them. Um, serves its purpose for sure. But I took to Instagram and really, you know, start following people that had some experience. And, and, you know, it's interesting how you can like curate your own experience. Yes. Her, you know, so that was a big piece for me was helping me to tell my story was going to, um, was going to Instagram and, and finding some hashtags that really felt true to me and then telling my story and being supported by other people there. Mm-hmm. So um, that started me kind of really telling my story, honestly. Wow. Okay. It felt really good. Which hashtags were you looking up? Um, I was looking up hashtags of the different illnesses okay. um, initially. And then I was looking at like um, – chronic pain survivor, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. not just chronic pain, but chronic pain survivor yeah. or, um, spoony life. Uh-huh. So I think I, you've heard. Yeah. Me you told about me about the spoons. Yeah. yeah well, I'm sure not everyone knows. Right. Right. I mean, it's great education. I actually educate some doctors around this, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in the chronic pain world or chronic illness world, um, those of us that are experiencing these different illnesses don't have the type of energy that, you know, people without health issues have. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for a certain day, um, the measure of the, the like measurement is spoons. And I think it was because the person that invented this had spoons that they were sitting at lunch. So that's what they were using. Okay. Um, But um, it's like, you know, you wake up and, Today, you might only have six spoons. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is used to commute to your job. One of them is used to like shower. One is used to blow dry your hair, right? And then all of a sudden you've, you've gotten to work and you only have three spoons left, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that is actually a really great way for me to talk with my loved ones um, and my colleagues to say like, you know what, today I actually, I don't have that many spoons, right? It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me or worth as a person. It's just like energy's low guys, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So friends of mine will be like, oh, do you have enough spoons to come over today? Got it. Uh, Yeah. It's helpful in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that, that was something that I found um, on Instagram was people with these hashtags, we're talking about spoony life. Um, so that was definitely where I went to. Um, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. so awesome. That's what a great way that social media can kind of bring people together. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. And it's funny. I found some women who had partial molar pregnancies and then we all got pregnant around the same time. Oh my so. goodness. <laughs> wow. Really 
are watching each other's kids grow up and it's really really cool tenacity is that what that's called Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean it was what was really interesting too is you know this mindset of okay I'm going to make decisions out of support out of a place of support I'm going to make decisions out of a place of um what do I want to do that really fills me up that feels good Right. I talked about this the other day, actually, in a coach training class where Uh um, we were talking about our intuition and really like paying attention to what our body is saying. And I was like, I actually like pay attention to the movies and TV shows that I watch now because I want to feel good. So I hate watching horror shows because they make me feel bad. Right. My body actually tenses up, whereas like Moana on repeat, (laughs) like I just feel great. Right. It's so funny. But so it's like making decisions out of a place of what really feels good. Mm -hmm. So fast forward in my story and um, we had to wait six months after knowing that chemo worked to start trying to have kids again. And after three um, fertility treatments, we got pregnant with Lily, Uh our wonderful rainbow baby. And she's now 20 months old, which is crazy. But when she, (laughs) she's, she's so funny. Um, but yeah, when, when she was six days old, Mm -hmm. I was laid off from my job. Oh my goodness. And I was like, okay, not the plan, right? Uh Definitely not the plan. Mm -hmm. So what was fascinating looking back was I was totally okay with it. I was like, all right, let's just see what comes my way. What's next? You know, cause I had kind of grown as a person. So I was like, uh-huh. what's next for me? And then one of my friends introduced me to coaching and to inner glow circle and coach training. Uh-huh. And so when I was supposed to be going back to work that first week, that's when I met you, Thea, in coach training class. Really? I so <laughs> it was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to do. Cause it's a way to tell my story. It's a way to not only make lemonade out of those shitty lemons, yep. but build a lemonade stand, right? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's actually like, let's, let's make this into something bigger. I love telling my story. I love helping people through these different times of their lives. And so let's just make that what life is. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm doing now is coaching and um, I have a background in training, so I'm training new coaches at Interglow Circle now. It's full circle, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really like helping people make that decision at their crossroads, right? Which I yep. feel like is is a lot of what what you're doing in this podcast, which is really awesome. It's really inspiring. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for this story. This is it's really incredible. Just the way you change your mindset. And we're, we're able to move on. That's just awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Um, if you were to give somebody one piece of advice, what would it be? Lean in. Mm-hmm. Um, lean into what's going on. Like, get curious about where you're at. Right. I think when um, when things kind of hit the fan, um, a lot of times we can play avoidance mode, mm-hmm. right? Or like push through, right? Uh, like we were talking about. And 
I think what I found is when you really like just sit with it and get curious and, and lean into it and learn more about where you're at, mm-hmm. that allows you to actually make a decision. And just like you're talking about here with this push or pivot, it's like, you know what, maybe I do want to pivot. But if you don't take that moment, then like, how are you going to know how to do it? Right? Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, a lot of that was therapy. Now it's, it's therapy and coaching. They work great hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is, is journaling because that's getting my thoughts out. Right. And then seeing them and being like, oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, cool. Now I can make a call. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times when things come up, it's like, you know what? I really want to avoid that. Um, and I have a client that actually is a therapist who okay. said, uh, the other day she came to our coaching call and was like, you know, I've been avoiding this thing a lot. So that's the thing that we should talk about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, which is just great awareness. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think it would really be to like lean into what's going on and, and get curious. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if someone wanted to contact you, how would they, how would they do it? Well, um, you can always go to journey to soul shine mm-hmm. And you can also follow me on Instagram at journey underscore to underscore soul shine. Um, and the word soul shine, I feel like I need to say something. Yes. About was, it. Yes. <laughs> like wait wait we need yeah. to get soul shining yeah <laughs> exactly like what does this mean mm-hmm. um for me you know it it comes from a, a song by um allman brothers soul shine oh. um mm-hmm. but so that's meant a lot to me as um as a teenager my friends and i used to listen to that song all the time and see warren haynes played in concert but oh. really to me what it what it turned into the meaning was when my body can't shine my soul can still shine Oh, it's beautiful. So yeah, that's, that's really helped me kind of guide my direction. I got that as a, as a tattoo, as a reminder. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's even when I get on the call with a client, I'm like, okay, how can I let their soul shine? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it really helps me to ground and be like, all right, when other things are happening, like when, when it doesn't seem like life is good, let me let my soul shine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, the soul shine. It's always a journey. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Thank you for having this as a platform. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to do a lot. Of fun. It's <laughs> awesome. And guys, Thea is an amazing coach too. Just oh, I thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll talk next time. All right. Thanks, Thea. What did you take away from Kelly's story? What can you control in your life? Do you have a story to tell about a crossroads in your life? I'd love to hear it. Contact me at push or pivot on Instagram or email hello at thearenel.com. That's T H E A R E N E L.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. And join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.